Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk a little bit about God, His faithfulness, and sometimes the way that He is going to destroy us instead of give us all great, wonderful peace and love. Because there is a time when we cross into a level of disobedience as a society that is so tragic that God has no choice but to act. And we're going to examine one of these cases from the Old Testament from the prophet of Habakkuk. But before we do that, let me set the stage for why this is important. As we look around at what's going on in our society, we have this general coarsening to the point where it is becoming absolutely illegal to do godly things and the absolute godlessness is being hoisted upon us to the point where in many places if you want to um, if you want to go out and uh, preach the whole counsel of the word of God and many people will declare that as hate speech and are starting to write it into the laws I forgot about this but I remember that uh, I, I was reminded of it from a sermon I listened to the other day um, in I think it was Austin the mayor of Austin try to push an ordinance through that required every pastor in the city to provide transcripted notes to the mayor's office to make sure that there was no hate speech. What's hate speech? Well, of course, anything that is anti-LGBT, which nothing the pastors are saying is anti-LGBT. They're just simply declaring, a, a sound pastor is simply declaring that homosexuality is a sin because that's what the Bible says. But we're getting to the point more and more in our society where if you hold firm to that idea that homosexuality is a sin, it is becoming prosecuted as hate crimes and hate speech, despite the Supreme Court coming down and saying there is no such thing. But the reality is it's happening more and more and more. And as the society coarsens more and more and more, what we start to see is we see a situation where people are, um, people are starting to live their lives more in sin than they are more for grace. And this is an important thing to think about because as our society moves further and further and further away from God, God's judgment moves closer and closer and closer to us. And that brings us to the prophet of Habakkuk. Now to set the stage, Habakkuk it prophesied to Judah at the very end of the days, right before Babylon came in and conquered them. Of course, what led Judah into such a sin that caused this to happen is, remember Ahab. Ahab's sin is really what led Israel into the exile by the Assyrians. But it was not, Ahab didn't just impact the northern kingdom, he also impacted the southern kingdom. His daughter, Athaliah, ended up marrying uh, one of the kings in Judah and becoming the person who passed wretched sin throughout Judah as well. And it's because of these sins that came forth from the line of Ahab into the southern kingdom of, of Judah that eventually led to God exiling Judah as well. Because if you remember and follow through the history, Israel almost always, the northern kingdom almost always Fall, fell away from God, rarely ever followed the commandments. But the southern kingdom had a lot of people followed in the line of David who did indeed follow the commandments of God. There was Asa. Um, Asa, I believe, has, uh, I'm remembering off the top of my head, Asa um, has Jehoi um, Josephat as his son. Uh, Josephat's son, um, I think that was Jeroboam. Don't quote me on that one. That was the one who married Athaliah, who was Ahab's daughter. And then from there, we have 
a lot of sin and then there would be uh, a righteous king shows up in Hezekiah and then a few generations later a righteous king shows up in Josiah and then um, and you had Josiah's son um, um, uh, Hezekiah's son Manasseh was the one who really pushed Israel into deep sin. Josiah had a, a reformation and then his son uh, um, Zedekiah, I believe it was, uh, ends up literally burning the prophets of Jer um, Jeremiah in the fire as they're being read to him. And uh, it is right after this kingdom that Babylon comes in and levels them. And so in the middle of all of this, Habakkuk writes down says how long O lord will i call for help and you will not hear i cry out to you violence yet you do not save why do you make me see iniquity so um, habakkuk here is calling out to god and he's sitting back and saying god there's so much wickedness and wretchedness all around me when are you going to cause a change when are you going to send another righteous king when are you going to call back to the the age of the judges he's like never God responds in verse 5, Look among the nations, observe, be astonished and wonder. I am doing something your days you would not believe even if you were told. For behold, I am rising up the Chaldeans, that fierce and impetuous people who march throughout the earth and seize dwelling places which are not theirs. Basically, God tells Habakkuk, hey, guess what? I'm not sending another righteous king. I am sending destruction. You have walked away from my commandments long enough. You are no longer following me. So I am no longer going to hold you in grace. I am going to destroy you. That is literally what he says. Now, Habakkuk and God in this discussion, it's kind of like a mini book of Job uh, without the three crazy friends, um, where he's having this conversation, only unlike Job, he realizes right away, okay, you're God. Um, can you like help me to understand? Because in the first one, the first section, he's like, hey, I'm going to do all of these things in the land. And then chapter 2, though, he comes back and says, but remember those Chaldeans I'm sending to destroy you? And Chaldeans is another name here for the Babylon, um, FYI. Um, but then he proclaims five woes on Babylon in the next chapter, saying, while I am sending the Chaldeans to destroy you for your unfaithfulness, I am also going to destroy them because woe on them for what they are doing. And then what we end up with down here in the end is Habakkuk sitting down and saying, God, I guess you are still in charge. Help me to understand. And um, it kind of ends in this part that again harkens back to a section of Job which says, Though you slay me still, I will trust in you. Um, I forget the exact, I think it's Job 13 or Job 14. I'll go ahead and put the verse down there. But at the end, we, we hear this. I heard and my inward parts tremble. This is Habakkuk 3:16 and on. I heard and my inward parts tremble that the sound of my lips quivered. Decay enters my bones and in my place I tremble because I must wait quietly for the day of distress for the people to arise who will invade us. Though the fig tree should not blossom, there be no fig on the vines. Though the yield of the olives should fail and the fields produce no food. Though the flock should be cut off from the fold and there be no cattle in the stalls. So he's going through this portions like, I am in terror and the land is being destroyed. 
Yet, verse 18, I will exalt in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he has made my feet like hinds feet and made me walk on high places. So what we're seeing in this section in Habakkuk is we see that God is destroying the nation because of the sins. And that is our warning to us. Destruction will come upon our nation if we do not have a reformation. And with all of the people in office and all of the crazy stuff we're seeing, don't expect a reformation anytime soon. We just don't. Don't expect it. We're going to be judged. God is going to come in and destroy us. But there is a faithfulness. Now in this time, he's even this time here, he is saving a remnant, a root of Jesse. He's saving back a portion of the people to carry on the kingdom. Okay, while that is occurring in our modern age, that same thing happens. But who are those being saved? It's not a remnant necessarily of our nation. It is a remnant of believers in the nation. Harken back to the parable of tares among wheat. The farmer goes out, sows good seed, and then the enemy comes at night and casts um, bad seed among the good. And so growing up is the good and the bad. And God says, hey, at the end of days, I'm going to send in the threshers and they're going to separate the wheat from the shaft from then. And the the shaft will be destroyed or the, the weeds, the tares will be completely destroyed, bundled and burnt outside of the barn. And then all of the good wheat will brought, be brought inside. That is us. We are the wheat among the tares of the weeds of the world. So while there's going to be a destruction and a judgment on our nation, what's going to happen is the remnant who are the saved are going to make it out. So it begs a question, have you placed your trust in Christ? Do you trust in Christ for your redemption for your sins? Do you recognize that you are powerless to stop all of this judgment that's coming? You just need to place your trust in Christ that's what you need to do. So with that being said, guys, um, hopefully this is a nice, very, very rapid uh, run through Habakkuk. Definitely worth reading the book if you've not read it in a while. If you'd like to help support the channel, have a look over at ourwalkingchrist.com. Sign up for the newsletters over there or look through the store. See if there is a book that might pique your interest. That is a great way to help support the channel. So thanks for coming along, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>